0: We are to be Christians day and night in our offices and in our businesses. In our politics, in all our relationships, and in all our activities, we have to raise up the royal banner of our Lord Jesus Christ that it might not suffer loss. Courage is one of the virtues that make what we are as human beings, is one virtue that is required of all of us in our day, and particularly so we Christians, even though we are not uh, persecuted physically at any rate, as were the early Christians, there is Nevertheless, a high demand for courage today to stand up in a crowd as a believer and raise up the royal banner, lest it should suffer loss. Lest we bring shame to our Savior and Lord who died for us at the cross. So today I want us to talk about courage as a mark of christian discipleship and our scripture is mark chapter 8 verses 34 to 38 shall we pray father in jesus name you offered yourself as a sacrifice on the cross you stood up alone against the power of the jewish Authority, as well as the Roman authority, against the system of the world, and you overcome. Now that power belongs to us today, and we need to be reminded what it means to be a Christian or a Christian disciple in our day. Give us courage to stand up for you, our Lord and our God. That we should not bring our faith to shame. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Now this is what Mark uh, is telling us today. Matthew chapter 8 verses 34 to 38. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. So that is the scripture as it is recorded in the Holy Bible. So let us ask ourselves as we start, what does courage mean? Moral courage, I mean particularly moral courage. Moral courage has to do with defending and doing what is right, even if even if it puts you in trouble. And we Christians. As disciples of Jesus Christ are called to have courage, to stand up for our faith, to raise up his royal banner that it must not suffer loss. And therefore right from the beginning it is clear and it has always been clear that Christian discipleship is not an easy life. It is tough and it can even be dangerous. Let this truth be made clear to all who come to Christ. An old song says, it is not an easy road. We are traveling to heaven. There are many dangers on the way. In the same way, that Christ was called to suffer in order to complete his assignment on earth. So are we, His, his followers or his disciples, called to suffer in his name. As a matter of fact, Jesus calls blessed those who are persecuted because of righteousness. To suffer for Christ is to be blessed. Rewards are promised to those who stand firm in, in faith till the end. Therefore, being a Christian demands courage, my dear friends. Courage, that is the conviction of faith and willingness to stand and live by faith, irrespective of consequences. Uh, and, and this is as it is written in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Now for our benefit, the Bible introduces us to uh, a good number of men and women of great moral courage, but also some moral cowards. Let's look at one or two examples. Let us start with moral cowardice. cowardice uh, and and, and uh, the principal offender here is Pontius Pilate. Pilate failed to use his authority to free innocent Jesus. He knew he was innocent, but he did not have the courage to act accordingly. So, number one, moral courage knows what is right, but will not do it. Let me say that again. Moral cowardice knows what is right, but will not do it. Now, Pilate found no fault in Jesus, and he said as much. Pilate was willing to set Jesus free. He was ready to do it. But the Bible says, but because he was afraid of the Jews, he was afraid of the Jews, so he had Jesus tried and sentenced to death. He knew what was right, and he had some desire to do it, and he had the authority to do it. But even so, he let evil prevail as he watched. We let evil prevail when we fail to do what we know is right. And when we contend ourselves saying, we content ourselves saying, oh, I wanted to do the right thing. Number two, moral paradise tries to justify itself before its peers. Pilate washed his hands as a way of saying, I am innocent. We may succeed in convincing people, but we will not convince God. Let us be warned. Now Peter, a man who knew the truth, but he failed to acknowledge it. Peter was a man who knew the truth, but failed to acknowledge it. And so Mor paradise values safety over the truth. It can lead to a, it can lead a person to lie. In other words, to, in other words to, in order to protect oneself, it can lead a person to violate his conscience. And all those things are, are true of Peter when he pretended he didn't know Jesus whatsoever. And number three, to see it will ultimately result in bitterness of heart. Again, this. A Time came um, immediately after he denied Jesus three times, and the cock Peter was consumed by guilt and regret over what he had done, so it will ultimately result in bitterness of heart. So, number two, moral cowardice fears consequences of standing for the truth. And this, this, the example of this, you can find it in Galatians chapter 2 verses 12 to 14. Now, in other words, one is afraid of reaction. Um, You know, uh, there was a situation where uh, Paul, uh, Peter first of all, and then Paul uh, were, were, were confronted by the Jewish customs of the day. And Peter was afraid and began to compromise even though he's the one who had written um, a letter in the, in the book of Acts, according to the book of Acts, you know, uh, telling Christians to turn up for what is right and not to persecute the Gentiles or to force them to follow Jewish customs. But when it came to Galatia, things changed because the majority of the Jews there were insisted on circumcision for Gentiles. And Peter, because he was afraid, compromised. So he because why? Because he was afraid of the reaction of fellow Jews. And so um, the, the thought here is the cowardly thought here, or excuse is that the consequences, the consequence of his action of what, of doing right. The consequence of doing right was worse than the benefit. That is the argument, and also, and also, it is a sign of, uh, you know, of putting our 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 priorities and our values wrong, you know, safety, and our self-protection, before our values, um, you know, and what we believe. And so, let us now look at uh, examples of moral courage. There is a man I truly admire. Nicodemus he's the man who came to Jesus at night uh, and Jesus took time to explain the gospel to him now uh, some people uh, think that that was the end of Nicodemus We don't hear about him anymore but when Jesus was arrested and was being crucified and was crucified Nicodemus appeared alone carrying a whole load of spices intending to anoint Jesus' body so first of all uh, nicodemus alone stood up for jesus and defended him in the sanhedrin when the when when, when the when, the, when the, the the council was 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 discussing jesus and asking themselves what shall we do this man how shall we stop this movement he's beginning And then again, uh, second time is when, uh, as I've already said, Nicodemus openly, when when all the disciples had run away and they were hiding themselves in fear, Nicodemus, um, you know, along with Joseph, uh, brought spices to anoint Jesus' body. And so, um, and then there was Paul. Paul was a man who publicly resisted sin whatever the consequences a man who spoke out against wrongdoing whatever the consequences and uh, and and he uh, when therefore Peter showed um, cowardice uh, you know uh, over the matter of circum forcing uh, the Gentiles to be circumcised as a condition for their salvation uh, Paul stood up and criticized Peter publicly because of this foolishness. And so that is what we need. That was said he needed in us, my dear friends, courage. Courage, but do we have it? Oh, how we need courage to speak out for what is right. Now, moral courage is public about its faith. In other words, it takes, you know, moral courage, you know, is underlined by by times, by our our willingness to publicly stand up for the truth. Even if we are in the minority, even if we are alone. Paul did not retreat from the truth, even when he was outnumbered. And his goal, his one and only goal, was that the gospel prevails, that the truth prevails and souls are saved. So it is written in Galatians chapter 2. Now then there was Daniel, one of the great heroes of the Old Testament. Daniel and his companions. Um, the the three of them committed themselves to the true God to the true God in a a foreign and very hostile environment Uh, and and, and without, without even thinking about the consequences in fact when they were being forced to worship the idol that had been created by Nebuchadnezzar, um, their response was, we shall not bow down to this thing, even if we are to die. Even if our, I mean, our God will save us, but even if he doesn't save us, we still will not worship that thing. So moral courage also requires purpose of heart. It requires purpose of heart which is actually what was demonstrated by this young man in the book of Daniel. So despite being in a strange land and being young and being under the authority of King Nebuchadnezzar, they never considered um, the, the threat or the danger to themselves as reason enough. To deny the truth as they had been taught as young people. So, moral courage, uh, you know, uh, also does not make excuses. Moral courage does not make excuses, it stands by faith. Moral courage trusts in God. And so we can see, I mean, uh, confident, you know, um, Daniel, for instance, and his, and his uh, friends were confident of God's deliverance. But even, but, uh, but what they said, I've already said, even if we are not delivered, even if, even if we perish, it doesn't matter. We shall never, never worship an idol. They will never compromise their faith so uh we are called my dear friends therefore to trust and to trust god in all circumstances irrespective of the consequences now the other third thing is is that more moral courage will not compromise with sin okay we're, we, we we've already seen that but uh, um daniel refused to compromise now the, 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 his, his 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 colleagues refused to worship the idol Daniel was praying, you know, uh, openly uh, when, when um, in spite of the fact that um, the king had ordered, you know, under the influence of those who are jealous of Daniel, uh, he had ordered that no, nobody should pray. But Daniel continued to pray. So moral courage will not compromise with sin irrespective of danger. So he continued to, to pray to his God, you know, so many times a day, six times, even though his enemies were issuing threats, even though um, his practices were reported to the king. So he continued to pray without compromise, without fear or favor what an example Daniel is for all of us dear Christians. And so, having said those things, having seen those examples, um, our response is that our need, we all need therefore, we have a need. And a need, we, ha- we all have need for moral courage. Yes, um, we may not be living under the same circumstances with people like Daniel or even the early disciples who are ruthlessly persecuted, um, the, the, including, I mean actually throughout history, or Christians in countries where Christianity is rejected and believers are persecuted, even though here in Kenya for instance, and we thank God for it, that we live in a state of, of relative peace. And with freedom to worship, Therefore, nevertheless we still need to be men and women of courage, moral courage, and to let it be seen in each and every occasion. Now an old Christian hymn, a part of it, a, a part of uh, an old Christian uh, Christian, home say, Christian hymn says. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Ye soldiers of the cross, lift up high his royal banner. It must not suffer loss. From victory to victory, his army shall he lead till every foe is vanquished and Christ is Lord indeed. Now, one of the major challenges facing us today is not persecution. It is not persecution against Christians. It is the threat of globalization or modernization. In the face of globalization, Christians need the courage to suffer isolation because because of their practice of moral purity. When the world sees a Christian who will not compromise his values, for instance, when they see his distinctive morality, when his distinctive morality rebukes their ungodliness and gives opportunity for their conversion, you know? I mean, let let me put it that, 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 that again. You know, um, we we should not fear to suffer isolation in order to join the bandwagon of modernity. And so we are saying when when, when the world sees a Christian who will not compromise his values, um, his distinctive morality acts as a rebuke to their ungodliness. And it gives opportunity for them to consider Christ uh, and be saved. In other words, it is a testimony that may lead some to actually coming to salvation in Christ Jesus. Now, now the world may speak evil of you and me when we do that, when we do not participate in their dirty jokes, in their drinking, in their drugs, in their cursing, in their immodesty, in their grumbling and gambling and those kind of things. They may not want you as their friend, but keep your faith nevertheless. Keep your faith and moral courage, and God will truly bless you, my friend. That's context therefore we need preachers we also need preachers who are men and women of courage who will preach the truth under all circumstances not, not 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 just in the right condition in favorable situations but in all and every circumstances men and women who preach the truth are solely needed now more than ever before sin in any case, sin must not be tolerated for the sake of peace or for the sake of a job or for the sake of a relationship or for the sake of any other benefit. The early Christians, with all the opposition, insisted on, or insisted on preaching to the need of the moment and this is our opportunity my dear friends to preach to preach to the needs of the moment and the purpose the purpose of doing that the purpose of 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 preaching the purpose of standing up for jesus is in order to save souls it is in order to lead sinners to repentance to remove complacency from the life within the church as well. We all need the moral courage to confess Jesus in our lives, not to be ashamed. We are not to be ashamed of Jesus whatsoever. We should not be... To be a Christian, therefore, to be a Christian in the world today, as it has always been, We are to live faithfully. We are to teach the gospel to others. We are to be a godly uh, example to those who are around us and to, to those who are far. We are to be Christians day and night in our offices and in our businesses, in our politics, in all our relationships, and in all our activities, we have to raise up the royal banner of our Lord Jesus Christ, that it might not suffer loss. So, how do we conclude this? We need number one: we need men and women with uncompromising moral courage. Are you one of them? Am I one of them? Now, this is lacking among Christians today. We compromise rather too easily. Like Peter, may we need to repent of our sinful failures and again show moral courage in our faith. God calls on all of us to have faithful conviction and dutiful action. In other words, our faith is shown is demonstrated or evidenced by the way we live by our action it's not just a word of mouth but we must prove our faith by our actions my dear friend that is what this call to moral courage is all about let us not just talk about what we believe let that be supported and proved by our action and may God bless you as you stand up for Jesus. Amen.